Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Courtside with, jeez, uh, man, I can't hear anything with all the dribbling. So, as I was trying to tell you, this is a new thing called Courtside with Kellen. Kellen Olsen's our son's brainiac, and he knows everything about the Suns and the players like Kellen, so he's got that going for him. Anyhow, here's Kellen. And he's brought to you by Southwest Gas. Committed to exceeding expectations today while innovating sustainable solutions for tomorrow. If you're a loyal listener to the Burns and Gambo show, you're thinking, wait, Kellen, 5 o'clock on a Tuesday? I thought Kellen was earlier in the day and later in the week, and normally he is, but it's a weird week for us. Thursday's off, Friday's off, no shows because of the Thanksgiving holidays. We have to compress guys like Kellen and others into our two little shows that we've got here this week. So thank you, Kellen Olson, for allowing us to compress you into Tuesday at 5 o'clock. I hope this is all right for you. It's good to have you here. It is. Good to be here. Excited for tonight. Should be a good one. Yeah. About that? Uh, I got to start with Friday night. Man, that, that performance by Laurie Markkinen, was, uh, that was special. That was an incredibly fun game to watch. Um, that shot that he made at the end was unreal. I mean, that was, I mean, the Jazz were up big and the Suns chipped away and they got the lead and it was just a hard-fought game and man, uh, marketing was unreal in that game. I think you're in a really unique um, vantage point when we were where we were with the Suns a couple years ago. And what I mean by that is you, we can now instantly identify teams that are, like play the way the coach wants them to. Because we saw what it looked like when they absolutely did not do any of that through the bad years. But then once Monty got here, we know what the style of play is. We know what Suns basketball is. We know what a Suns type of player is at this point, which I'm sure we're going to talk about a little bit later in this segment. And you watch those that Jazz team, Gambo. They play super hard. They know exactly. They looked like a team that that have been together for four or five years in that game and Will Hardy is a first year head coach a lot of those guys yeah. showed up this season I, I don't know how legit they are in terms of are they a top three or four team in the West I don't know about that but they're absolutely going to be in the mix for a play-in spot at the very very least and I, th- I think they could be top six they Listen, look legit to me I talked to the Jazz on on Saturday after the game and, and what they were telling me was that he really stood out playing for Finland over the summer yes. in 40 minute games he had a couple of like 40 point games which and again a forty minute game, but he had played so well, and when they were scouting him, like he really like took his game to another level. So he's almost untouchable. And now they're still willing to trade pieces if they can. They would trade p- pieces. Um, like they thought they'd be what? six and ten, not ten. I and know, six. but they're getting to the point where uh, here in a few more weeks I they know. shouldn't be willing to trade pieces, right? I mean, they're, they're going to have to change their mindset if this keeps going another they three weeks. They know they're not so a championship team. They know they're not going to. Yeah, go deep in the playoffs. They know that. If you're 30 and 18 and you trade marketing, even if you they're lose... They're not trading marketing. Okay. Marketing's okay. not being... No, they're not even they're, then they're going to win too many games because yeah, he's, he's an all-star this year. Yeah. I, and look, yeah. I have my doubts about marketing. I have my doubts about his ability to play like this all season based off of what's happened. But I'll give the guy credit if he's able to. I, 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 I don't think he's that kind of player. But man, has he been good so far. If you can trade Mike Conley for a first-round pick or a young player, maybe I get it to a certain extent. Yeah. But like guys like Vanderbilt... Guys like Clarkson, guys like Sexton, guys they like Martin. They would trade Clarkson. I think they, that makes sense. But the, the young core, they should keep that going and see what they got and here. They got the, that center is coming back too. They got to say they got a guy that's been injured. He's going to come back. So they feel like they got reinforcements. But that was a big win for them. Like that was yeah. a, for the Jazz. That was a big win for them to beat the Suns. All right, enough about the Jazz. Let's talk about the Suns Lakers game tonight. No LeBron, no Chris Paul. Uh, the Lakers have won three straight games. Anthony Davis has been playing out of his mind, averaging like what thirty six and seventeen. Westbrook's been playing. Well, well, at least distributing the basketball lately. 
play four straight games of 10 or more assists. It's going to be an interesting challenge for the Suns tonight, given that AD's playing well. He's got the potential to be a matchup nightmare when he's healthy. And the Suns haven't won back-to-back games in forever in a day. I mean, it's been a while since that's happened. It it has. The key for me tonight is not Anthony Davis because if he's playing the way that he has, he continues that tonight, you're not going to be able to stop him. He's going to put up 30 and 20 or something like that. It's just the way the form that he's in and the caliber of player that he is. The key is the other guys right now because Lonnie Walker, I believe, is putting up 18 points per game over these last three. Austin Reeves is putting up 17 a game over these last three. Those are the two guys specifically, specifically where you look at their other sources of offense. And if you can cancel those guys out of it, cancel the guys out who are starting the offense and getting the ball to AD, that's where you're going to see some success defensively because you can double him. DeAndre has always fared well in that matchup specifically. I think when you're playing against the top guys in the league, you're going to have certain guys you play well against, certain guys you don't play well against. For example, Gobert and Embiid are guys that typically DA struggled with. He plays really, really well against AD and and Jokic as well. I I think he's going to do well against AD tonight, but they really need to lock down those two guys specifically because those are two young players who have been kind of inconsistent for them this year but are really rolling right now. I'm going to set you up by asking Gambo a question. There was a report today by Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer about interest in Bogdan Bogdanovich yes. from the Atlanta Hawks. Now, you're saying no, that's not... I'm saying the Suns are not interested in trading for Bogdan Bogdanovich. That report is incorrect. Okay, so that combined with the names that were brought up last week, which were Collins. Kyle Kuzma, John Collins, uh, who am I forget? KJ Martin, Harrison Barnes. KJ Harrison Martin, Barnes. Harrison Barnes. Okay, and, and of those names, the only one that you kind of left the door open, if I remember right, was Kyle Kuzma. Maybe Kuzma, somewhere down and, the road. And I don't know if Washington traded him, but Kuzma's the one guy I can't rule out because I do believe that they like Kuzma, but I don't know if Washington would be to trade him. Okay, just a fun thought exercise. Of all of those names that Gambo said no to, which is the one that you wish they would think about saying yes to? Bogdanovich. Which? Bogdanovich, for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Everything that we've been talking about, Gambo, over the summer, and look, campaign has been awesome to start the year. This really doesn't have much to do with him, if I'm being honest. It just means having even more weapons on the ball, having even more scoring, having even more shooting. We've been talking about that quote-unquote third guard, the guy who you could see playing alongside Chris Paul, playing alongside Devin Booker, playing alongside both of them for a couple of minutes here and there. That type of guy where we talked about Eric Gordon last year a little bit. Bogdanovich is just a better, younger version. He's better defensively as well. This is a guy, of course, the Suns drafted five, six years ago and, and could eventually make his way back, but according to Gambo's reports, not, doesn't sound like that's going to be the case. I think that's a mistake. I just wonder if they're being a little bit too risk-averse right now with the guys that they're targeting. Yes, Bogdanovich has a lengthy injury history right now in the league. Yes, he has a contract that could expire like Kuzma yes. at the end of the year where they could lose him for nothing, but you could lose the NBA championship again. <laughs> you could also do that. Yeah, and you don't have many cracks at this right now. And I just wonder if they're too worried about trading a first-round pick for a guy who could leave in four months and getting nothing in return. Well, you don't get nothing in return. What you get is another real crack at the NBA championship and really not significantly increasing your odds, but increasing your odds and making yourself a better team for that run. I think they need to be a little bit more open to the risks that they Listen, should be taking. We're in the final week of November now. I mean, is there anybody that doesn't think that the player they're going to trade for is a guy that's not available right now, but we'll be in three weeks. Talk about Jake Ryder now. The G- yeah, the uh, Jake, Jake Ryder trade. Like it, like, like they haven't. It's it's we're it, we're at the end of November. Like we're in the final week of the month. Like if it, in three weeks a bunch of guys, what a third of the league becomes available mm-hmm. in about three in about three weeks. It's very likely that the player they want is going to be available then. I, I mean, I I think that there's at least a decent chance that that's how it's going to play out. 
Yeah, I, I just think they need to upgrade their roster in that kind of way with an offensive-minded guy, which is why Kuzma is someone who, who makes a ton of sense. We had Damian Lee on earlier today. Can I play this soundbite for you? I know sure. we, we flipped it and did something I with it, it at ArizonaSports.com. Damian Lee is part of our off-the-court segment. I mean, I'm not going to say it didn't. I mean, it's, you know, you, you look at, you know, not only myself, but Seth as well. Like, Seth, you know, did training camp with Golden State before. And then, you know, continued to blaze his own path. And, you know, once once it was... You know, out of that realm of oh, he's he's here just because so and so. It you know really shows um, you know the people that understand the game and and watch the game versus the people that you know take those lazy takes and say oh he's Damian's just on the team because Steph or you know he's just here. You know, like let's say if I had a good game, it's because Steph. If I had a bad game, it's why did Steph have him on the team? Acknowledging that signing with the Suns was in part to get out of Steph Curry's shadow. A little bit because it's his brother-in-law and maybe that might, you know, people might think that's the only reason why he's on the team. I thought that was a very interesting acknowledgement by Damian today. I agree with kind of what he's getting at there. He won't say it. I'll say it. Those people are idiots. Damian Lee is a good basketball player. He is a rotation caliber player on contending teams. You guys remember when we were watching P.J. Tucker on Terrible Suns teams? We were like, he, he, there's a there's a role for him in a second round of a playoff series where he swings a game, and then we see him get on Toronto, and then eventually, of course, with Milwaukee, he wins an NBA championship. We see it in Miami as well, and Damian Lee was one of those types of guys who bounced around for a couple of years, was on some Warriors teams, in fact, and then finally gets around to the Warriors then, but still doesn't really kind of carve out a role. It looks like this year with the Suns is that kind of role. He's a very intelligent guy both off the court and on the court. It's no surprise to me that he just fits like a glove here. Yeah, He's the Suns I, guy I, to it too. I, I, I loved hearing that answer. Like, yes, I mean, part of the reason I left Golden State was to break away from Steph the way Seth did because you know, if I do things, uh, if, I'm, if I do something bad, then it's uh, I'm, I'm only on the team because of, because of Steph. And if I do something good, it's only because of Steph. He really just wanted to play. Great story on Arizona Sports right now. I just tweeted it out about, about that interview, but I really enjoyed that interview with Damian Lee. He's really close with a lot of those guys. After both of the games in Golden State, I was walking out of the locker room and kind of walking back to our media room where we're at like an hour after the game. Is that, and he's still catching up with coaches, family members from there. When we talked to him about the first Golden State matchup, he, off the top of his head, mentioned the date exactly, and I don't know, I think it's like January 9th, I want to say, where they go back to Golden State for the first time. So he's very close out there. He loves playing on that team, loves that organization clearly, but as you guys talked about, it's just there were other reasons for him to leave, and yeah. he made a good decision because he's coming here and playing the best basketball of his career so far. Okay, again, go to ArizonaSports.com, not only to read that Damian Lee story and more about him, but of course tomorrow and tonight, Kellen Olsen will have his game recap story of the Suns-Lakers a little late tonight, 8 o'clock tip time, uh, which is why Kellen's joining us here at 5, so make sure you go to ArizonaSports.com for the analysis from Kellen. Nobody is better at it than he is. Take it to the bank. Callan, thank you for stopping by. We appreciate it. Who are we taking down tonight, Gambo? The Aztecs, baby. We're doing it. Let's go. Bear yes. down, baby. Bear Come down. <laughs> U of A hoops, baby. I hear enough of this fork Four among us. No. We have no U of A graduates uh, here. Gambo's the closest I get with the six hosts. I gotta bring it up whenever I get in Gambo's the closest thing you've got to a U of A alum here at the station. Yeah. Yes. Good player. I went to U of A. To Bellas. Yeah, you went to U of A. I did go to U of A. Longer than I went to ASU. I went to all three, for those who don't know.